When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers from Demon Slayer. Please beware. Listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I'm your host, GTZ, and with me today, I have our returning co-host, Laser Kid. But am I really here, or am I dead? I mean, you're, you're speaking to us, so I'd like to assume that you are with the living. Well, I could just be cut into pieces, and I, you could just be talking to one of my emotions. I guess, yeah, you, you could be an emotion of some sort, but what emotion would you be? At this point, hmm, depression. Ah, <laughs> uh, that... that... That one hurts. <laughs> Not really, but you know. Yeah, but uh, today we're back at it again to talk about the newest episode of the Swordsmith Village Arc, which is episode four. And we had like a big conflict start in the previous episode with the appearance of Hatengu in the Swordsmith Village and him splitting into his multiple forms of emotions. And uh, it seems like this might be a emotional fight of some sort. All I can say is that you're tearing him apart. But where's Lisa? Um, in Robotech? Fair enough. I, 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 I was, I thought about saying the whole thing, and I'm like, I don't know where Lisa is, so I don't know where to say that. And then you knew my reference anyway. <sighs> yes, but... This episode kind of started off with Tokito getting into the conflict with some mysterious creatures that have appeared around the village, which are, like, fish-like. They kind of remind me of the fish guy from Slayers. And not just me, then! I was gonna say! And Nunsa has made his cameo. Yes, Nunsa, that's his name. Don't ask me why I know that. Don't ask me- I know that, but I don't ask me why I know that. I mean, he, he's a very memorable design character. Yes, he really is, and uh, I'm glad that I'm not the only one that- I, I thought I was gonna be, like, the only one that was like, yeah, hi Slayers, how you doing? Demon Slayers stealing from Slayers, who would have guessed? I mean, they're both Slayers of some variety. In fact, actually, Slayers are also Demon Slayers, so, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it works out. Lena Tondro crossover win? Yeah, I mean, if only, that'd be pretty hype. Actually, that would be amazing. Yeah, but I, the bulk of this episode, though, is very much focused on Tanjiro and his battle with the different forms of Hatengu and him like trying to figure out like what's really going on with Hatengu's body and what comes to fruition is like a bunch of like really awesome like action sequences, both with Tanjiro's conflict with like, say, the winged version of Hatengu, and, and, like, even Genya coming back into the fray and fighting back, Nezuko getting some action. All three of them just getting destroyed, but 
pushing through anyway. It's like watching a freaking WWE wrestling match this this episode. It very much kind of feels that way, yeah. Because like there's there's this back and forth of sorts where it's like you think, oh no, one side's finally gonna fall, and then nope, plot twist. They're they're back up at it again. The fight's continuing. It was continuing. only a two count. It was only a two count. They got back up. Yeah, nah, it's totally like that. But Hagunesca got the chair. <laughs> yeah, nah. And it's like, it's so interesting to kind of see a conflict like this again. Because like, we're right after entertainment district you're kind of expecting okay we're gonna have a little bit of a slow burn and then a really big fight but the fight kind of has escalated right away and we're already kind of like hitting a very high intensity yeah there there is a there is a tiny bit of rest but not as much as you expect and there is no build-up it's suddenly we're here now yeah the switch just turns on and it's like dang that was fast. I really like this because it's unexpected. It's it's different. We it, it it distinguishes itself by doing this versus you know the build up in say Entertainment District or or even Mugen Train where you know it still takes a little bit for it to really get there. This is just like, hi, we're invading your village. It's like having a creeper go off in Minecraft in your backyard and like, oh, hi there. Yeah, I guess I guess it kind of is. I mean, you have all the fish people are literally attacking the village and like <laughs> wrecking it so yeah um we we even have a uh crow saying the village is near total destruction yeah no nah, i mean there's there's a lot building up here and like even just seeing the intense action in this episode you can only imagine how much more high the stakes can become and honestly like i i was really like in, I think especially impressed by a lot of the digital effects in this episode, especially with like the electricity effects that oh, yeah. uh, with Hatengu. Very good vibrancy in the colors used and everything for that. Yeah, definitely like it definitely kind of makes it far more of an intimidating fight, especially like when Hatengu strikes Nezuko with the staff and it's oh, like Oh, you viscerally feel it, man. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's, it's painful to look at. Like I, I I made the wrestling comparison slash joke, but I seriously, ow! Everything, everything, everyone goes through fighting in this fight. It just looks painful on either side. Yeah, I mean, you you thought Genya was the only one that's gonna get some bad flesh wounds here after episode three, but no, like they're all pretty deep into it with like injuries now. Uh, can we talk about how Genya is just like, psych? You didn't get me. Psych, I'm still alive. Psych, I'm gonna make a Buddhist mantra at you. Psych, I'm gonna shoot you. Yeah, the I mean, who else is bringing a gun to a sword fight? Uh, nobody, nobody else in Demon Slayer. Yeah, uh, you know, we may as well just give him the term, the, the title of Indiana Jones or Indiana Genya. Oh my god, Indiana Genya. That's that's his new name. His new name is Indiana Genya. Yeah, I mean, for generations. Demon Slayers have used swords to cut down demons. Then Gideon just comes in with a gun. <laughs> he's just like he's just waiting. He's just like no technology, guys. I love that the demon has no idea what it is. I love that they're really playing with the guns. Are still pretty new in this area, so when he gets shot, he does not know what to make of it. Wonderful touch. 
Yeah, no, that's something I didn't notice right away, but I was like, wow, yeah, that's actually, that's actually a good point. Genya's uh, using the element of surprise with his gun. But yeah, nah, like, I always love, like, Genya scenes in the series, because, like, one, the concept of just a guy with a gun in, in a world with a bunch of swords is just really cool, but, like, also just, like, his, like, expressions in this fight, too, just that constant intensity on his face it's like oh it's gosh great. he he's got like demon smiling levels going on but he's lair he, he yeah. belongs at helsing ultimate <laughs> i mean considering some aspects of his character yeah it's not far off of a comparison oh god i didn't realize how deep that actually cut help i was yeah. just kidding around <laughs> i was just kidding around but you're right okay where's our genya helsing spinoff in the end the, the Vampire Hunter. Indiana Genya D. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a triple crossover right there. Uh, it's the crossover we all deserve. Yeah. Though hopefully Genya doesn't like go to the same like vampire mansion like three times in the same book. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> vampire Hunter D is fun, but that first book is kind of rough at times. Yeah. Just kill the vampire D. Just just kill him. Oh, that would be too easy. I'm gonna I'm gonna um beat up his guys and then leave. Literally, just go one extra step. No, 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 no. See, I'm that but then I don't get to come back and be like, I kicked all your guys' asses. And then I'm gonna kick some more of their asses. And then leave again. Yeah, nah. It's like it's so funny. I was listening to the audiobook like a few months ago for the first novel, and I'm like, man, just get over with it. We know you can win, man. <laughs> we all know that you're a badass. Come on, D. You can do it. Also, the entire like backstory for that world is just like completely oh, ridiculous. It, it, it's bonkers. It's up there with Castlevania, honestly. In fact, there's a lot of cross-contamination there, I think. there, there It very much is, I feel. Yeah, but that, that's enough talking about Vampire Hunter D. That's a story for another time. The Vampire Hunter D podcast coming soon to the V-Lord podcast universe. I mean, there's enough novels to justify it and it's still released in English. Somehow, yeah, so. that's that's fair. That's true. Maybe one day. Oh God, I'm going to have to buy those now. <laughs> yeah, there, there was like a humble bundle for them like a while back. I think I have like 29 of them. Damn. It's a lot. I think I actually may have done that too and just forgot about it. There's so much in Humble I have that I forget I have. Yeah, we can check after this recording. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, what what else really stuck out to you in this episode, Laser? How did it make you feel inside? Honestly, it was really tense just with everything. I was just like waiting to see what was going to happen. I, I know in the back of my head because I've read the manga, but it's honestly, it's been long enough that I don't remember all the smaller details. I remember how this ends, but it's one of those things where it's like, wow, this is playing out really fun to watch. Um, and honestly, everything flowed really well. This is some of their best. I mean, you have a table never, never fails, but damn pretty. The pretty is real. Yeah, like I feel like the pretty is real kind of sums up Demon Slayer at this point pretty well. But yeah, like, it's it's so true, though. Like the the consistency, the just the visual fidelity of this episode, it's it's all beautiful. It's all perfectly done. It enhances the manga. It's it's great. 
it's the definitive way to experience Demon Slayer. And the manga is great, but this is just that much better. Yeah, nah, like it's it's a very much a series that takes advantage of the fact that it has animation to bring more of the world to light. Absolutely. Uh, and it takes the fact that, you know, it's a finished manga at this point. They definitely expand on things. Um, they, they definitely did that last arc, and I'm really looking forward to see what they'll do here. Yeah, and nah, I mean, like, there's like little things here and there that I, they've definitely been adding, like actually showing Haganineska, like handing Tanjiro his new sword. Yeah, and, like, yeah. Just like the just like smaller like extending certain scenes, so like there's just been a lot of like care put into that, and uh, even in this episode, like the part where like Tanjiro has to like essentially latch on to the winged version of Hatengu to like get back to where Nezko is, like that entire like sequence of him like in the air back to the manor was just super cool. Absolutely, very well done. Yeah, I mean like Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer, pretty. <laughs> yeah, Demon Slayer is constantly beautiful and doesn't miss a beat. No, it, it it's always a joy to just watch. Uh, and this week is no exception. Um, I would actually say this is one of the better ones I've seen. Like, it's not like top, top, top here. It's not end of entertainment district good. This was really good. Yeah, no, I'd, I definitely would agree. Yeah, I mean, do we have any other strong thoughts about this episode anything that we're excited for for i guess episode five and onwards um i really enjoyed watching nezuko really um well nezuko and tondra looking out for each other just showing how much they really do care about each other that's some good stuff yeah i'd say like people that have complained about nezuko not doing enough in the previous arcs i think will be very happy about her active role in this arc compared to the previous oh, uh, ones. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that's one of the reasons this is my favorite arc. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it definitely has a lot of bonus points for that. And I think like, even though, uh, Zenitsu and Inosuke aren't in this arc, I think this arc does a very good job of handling its supporting cast, uh, particularly Genya, Tokito and, uh, Kanroji, as we kind of alluded to at the end of the episode, Kanroji's coming back to kind of help with the conflict. So, We'll see more of her, of course, but even just the little bits of Tokito we see in this episode, like uh, the flashes to his past and how he met the uh, master of the Demon Slayer Corps, uh, Ubayashiki, and like kind of those hints to like what his previous life was like, I think definitely enriches him as a character in like a short bit where it doesn't detract away from the action, but you still understand where he's coming from a lot better. Absolutely. It's like those little things that Demon Slayer does that really kind of like builds its cast, but not like having to like solely take you away out of the action to do that. So it's nice. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really excited to see more of the onslaught of action that we're going to get in these coming episodes. It's only going to get more intense. Oh, absolutely. We're going to see some crazy, crazy shit. Not. It, I think they may well top that uh, the, the themselves again. Oh, I'm I'm fully expecting it. I would <laughs> I would expect nothing less from you for table at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Indeed. But, uh, yeah, I think 
I'm hyped for episode five and onwards. I'm, I'm sure you are as well, Laser. Oh, yes. And yeah, here's to more exciting Demon Slayer in the weeks to come. But yeah, I mean, I think if that's about it, we can uh, get out of here. So, Laser, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, well, you can find me on Twitter at LaserKid Prime. Uh, you can find my Tsunami focused uh, editorials over on Tsunami Faithful, as well as you can hear both of us occasionally on the Tsunami Faithful podcast. Awesome. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ, and I write various things for all-comic.com, as well as TsunamiFaithful.com, so you can check out my writing over there. And as far as podcasts go, I do a number of podcasts with Laser and a bunch of other people. Um, Laser and I together do the Dumb Weaves podcast at Dumb Weaves Pod. Um, and then I also do Saturday Night Shoggy at Saturday Night Shoggy. And over to Shaman King podcast at Shaman King Pod. And yeah, you can go check out those if you want to see the greater V-Lord podcast universe as, we, as we've uh, jokingly called it at this point. I joked it into existence somehow. Yeah, but as far as the Demon Slayer podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at Podcast, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast, and on the Toonami Faithful website itself at toonamifaithful.com slash Podcast. And the podcast is on basically every platform at this point. Spotify... Apple Podcasts, Podbay, you name it, we're there. So go look us up, listen to our episodes, give us a rating or review if you feel like it. And yeah, just uh, enjoy the content. And if you want to get early access to our episodes, get bonus content, or even outtakes from our episodes, you can join the Demon Slayer Podcast and Vlord Podcast Universe Patreon over on patreon.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast Universe. And shout out to our newest patron, Elite Nectar. Thank you for joining the Patreon, and we appreciate your support. If you want to join Elite Nectar over on the Patreon, definitely go do so. We're going to have some amazing content over there, so we'd really love to grow the community even more. Thanks for backing us, Elite Nectar. We appreciate you. Mm, for sure. But that about does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Elite Nectar is safe because Elite Nectar is on the train where nothing bad happened.